Lessons to a son or a daughter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to my latest podcast. My name is Greg Colossal, and this podcast is designed to help all the boys and girls out there who may not be in touch with their father or may have lost their father or feel distant from their father to know that there are men out here ready to help you grow. Grab a hold of your heart and let's get started. Hey everybody, this is Greg Colossal and I'm here to help you grow. I won't tell you too much about myself, you'll hear it as the as the podcast come out. But I do want to say we're trying to create a format here to help all those people who've been distant from their father, maybe who lost their father, maybe who uh, don't like their father, or their father doesn't act really nice. Maybe your father is in prison or has been pushed away from the family, maybe he's makes bad choices, or maybe your mother has designed it so that he doesn't have any contact with you. These are all realities here in this world. None of them are our business. All we want to do is show you and tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. And we're going to show you all the stuff that we were shown by our fathers. Many, many great men have helped me grow. I feel very lucky about that. I seem to... uh, do the same for others when I can. And I'll share that with you as time goes on. Each podcast is really simple. It's just designed after a frame or a picture that we have used um, with the quote on it of the podcast. And it's going to be a short little podcast so you could get what you need and use it in order to make your life a little bit better. Again, we say lessons to a son because that was the original design. This was from a a father to a son. But we don't want to leave out any girls. We know that father's advice help everybody. But we don't want to change the name because the slides are very important to us. So the slides say lessons to a son. We want you to hear lessons to a child. And here's your first one. Here's podcast number one on Lessons to a Son. Pretty groundbreaking for us. Give everything you have when working. This will push you past the complacent and get you recognized by those who can offer you more. But do this and expect nothing in return. Hmm, what does that mean? Young person, when you go to work, You go to work to thrive and to work hard for the reasons that they're asking you to. It could be to expand business. It's most often to expand business. Or maybe you're to serve a student or serve a patient. Maybe you are to prepare food in such a way that everyone who eats it will be in love with it. Whatever your responsibility is at work, Go there with a vigor and an energy that makes anybody around you think that you might own the business or that you might be in charge of the enterprise. Don't do this for sour reasons. Don't be bitter and angry. Don't be competitive and pushing people out of your way. Leave that for the, well, special ones. Go to work with drive in your heart. Learn about everything that's happening around you. Push forward with extra energy and extra 
expectations and almost, almost understand that workaholism might be one of the safest addictions there is. Be very careful that you keep your mouth closed and your ears open. Try not to tell everybody what you think about everything. This was a mistake that I made in my early days. People go to work because they have to raise a family. They have to feed themselves and feed someone else. Not everybody there is having a time of their life. Not everybody there thinks it's a carnival or some kind of a vacation. But if you're there and it is your vacation, it is your carnival, and you do believe that what's happening in that moment is so amazing that it brings you great joy, consider yourself lucky. That, my friend, is a great life. You won't understand this until it happens to you. I had longed to be a music teacher. At 15, I decided to do it, and by 26, I had landed my first job. I taught myself how to play piano. I trained in singing. I organized every possible public and social musical event I could between 15 and 26. I was a camp counselor in order to practice and on and on and on. The world opened up for me because all I did was eat, sleep, and drink this dream. So when I arrived at work, my job, my first day on the job, I was already leaps and bounds away or or different than the people I was working with. That doesn't mean I was better, by no means. I'm not cooler or better. But I was driven to be extremely happy in what I was about to take part in. A lot of people have jobs in order, like I said, to pay bills, to have a family, because they're they're more balanced. They want to ski, and they want to have a couple babies, and they want to go on vacation, and they want to um, enjoy dinners together and have emotional and, and, and powerful memories. I was born to work. I wanted my memories to be at work. This can clash, so it's very, very tricky. That's why in the quote, that first frame that you see here in the picture, we're asking you to pay attention to the fact that there are other people around you, but you should give everything you have when working. This will push you past the complacent. You see, when somebody owns a business or has is a, or there's a leader walking around looking for the next leader, The only thing they need is for you to be ahead of the rest of the people around you. Ahead is a very strange word. It just means that you seem to be way more into, way more dedicated. You will work late. You will do hard things. You will push through uh, difficult moments. You will stay faithful to the project, the food, the people, the students, the staff whatever it is that you're responsible for. This, my child, is how you'll become great at work. Never, never, ever, ever arrive at work with a hint of alcohol on your breath. Even if you arrive later for some meeting at 7 p.m. or you arrived on a Saturday morning or there was some reason that there was a long delay between work and your reappearance at work. Nobody understands that you might have had just one sip of wine at dinner with your wife, which is your right to do. Because if you smell alcohol on someone's breath and they're at work, it triggers irresponsibility. It triggers thoughts of, hmm, 
Well, that's odd. Here we are um, handling DNA, and Steve smells like alcohol, and he's processing DNA results for criminal activity. Now, Steve only had a sip of wine, but we smell alcohol on his breath. That's a very, very, very uh, easy thing to assume that something isn't going right. So there's a rule there. To show that you're not complacent or behind, you're going to avoid alcohol anytime you re, uh, go back to work. It's very important in a lot of ways. Some people have drinks at lunch, and they operate in a different way. They're almost sole proprietors, or they live in a different way. But primarily, most work cannot have you smelling like alcohol. So be careful of that decision, even though it's your right. When I say go past the complacent, it isn't that everyone around you is complacent, but as time goes by, work kind of drains people. It takes from people things that can their life and their joie de vivre um, have, have initially uh, given them. So find your passion and go to work with your passion every day. Do not hurt or slander, and for all purposes necessary, never gossip. The gossips will come to you, but you will not gossip. How do you get ahead of your peers? You do it compassionately. You do not do it competitively, because as you think you are winning, by smashing, slamming, setting up, lying, deceiving, you will win in the first few years. But it's only a matter of time before everybody catches on what kind of person you are. And although your salary may be large, no one will want to spend time with you. You can be great and you can be nice. You can be compassionate, forward-moving, and not need to compete and slander or smash the people around you. Just show the value to the person who's in charge. Do not do not brown nose and do not kiss anybody's you know what. You can do this. Don't forget what you're listening to. We want you to feel strong here. Now go get them, Tiger. Go out there and show them what you're made of. This has been Lessons to a Son. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, all slides called Lessons to a Son have been not changed, and we want you to know that both genders are welcome. Lessons to a child, both girls and boys, everyone could use a father. Tune back in, send these podcasts around to any single mom, any kid who's not hanging out with a dad too much, and we will be happy to help. Thank you. This is Greg Colossal, signing off.